Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. going on everyone welcome to episode seven of the search cast i'm your host zach martin and i am so stoked for my guest this week this is going to be a lot of fun i know a lot of you probably follow her on twitter read all of her articles on not one but multiple ahl teams i'm excited to have elaine shercliffe join the show today elaine how are you on this friday (laughs) i am decent Yeah, I don't want to lie to the world and say I'm good. Yeah, because the Browns really screwed that one up. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So, for anyone who doesn't know, we actually we were supposed to record at 5 30. This is we're recording on Friday, we're supposed to record at, at like 5 30. We just started recording like around six because we did like about a half hour of just talking, just bantering, you know. T- talking about certain teams and stuff like that. And the Browns came up and, uh, when, you know, we're both from Ohio. I'm from Ravenna. I know you're from Stowe. Uh, we need new teams to say the least. Uh, just, I'm glad I grew up in Chicago. So bears all the way. There you go. I, um, I'm going to need a little bit more time. So this is, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I mean, somehow the Panthers do follow me on Twitter, which is just, yeah very random so i mean i don't go know go for the panthers stay away from the steelers <laughs> and the packers that's all i ask of you like <laughs> hey i'm from northeast ohio believe me you don't have to convince me to stay away from the steelers that's just that's bred into you very early on if you're a kid as long as your parents right. weren't the you know the de facto traders they're like oh yeah, we're from ohio but we're steelers fans don't yeah. be those people just just don't be those people unless you live in youngstown i get it I get it. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's like the Toledo of Ohio, where it's like Ohio State or Michigan. You're from Toledo. Which one do you pick? It's like, hey, you're and then they're Yons- all like Michigan State. <laughs> they don't even pick University of Michigan. <laughs> that must really tell you something. If you go for Michigan State and not the other two, so I mean, a what can you do? So. Yeah, so <laughs> so this is gonna be all about Ohio and the Browns. It's just we've it's it's been a day. It's been a day. So, but we do have a lot of good stuff coming up. So we're gonna talk about a little bit of the uh, of the Hurricanes, um, more so in the fan questions more than anything else, and maybe some of the guys who came up from Chicago. But this is a Wolf centric podcast. I've been really excited because I know when I first um, dropped the news of this podcast starting back in, I want to say December, somewhere around there, I guess. Um, I, know, I know you were one of the first people that reached out were like, hey, we'll let them come on. So it finally happened. So <laughs> um, woo. So for those who surprisingly don't know, which if you're if you don't know what Elaine does, what have you been doing with your life? Priorities <laughs> change here. I'm letting you know now 
follow her on Twitter because you're missing out on a lot of stuff. So for those who don't know, what do you do for in terms of full press AHL? Because I know you follow a lot of teams and do a lot of stuff. So break yeah. it down for us real quick. <laughs> well, um, last year I covered the entire Central, which was six teams. Um, and I covered a lot of their like full on covered them. I will never do that again. That I was can, I can imagine like six yeah. teams. You know, it's hard enough for me to keep up with just the hurricanes and the wolves alone, let alone yeah. an entire division. Yeah, and they uh, they all played each other, so it was fine for the most part, but it was a lot because they have a day job. You know, all the writers, we all have day jobs or other jobs or you know, things that pay the bills. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe eventually the thing that we do now, which is podcasting and writing articles, maybe someday yeah. we'll get paid One enough day. to do that. Someday. <laughs> There's someday. a lot of things I would love to do other than what I do at my job. Um, <laughs> oh, me too. I would I would love to stay home and just write articles and do podcasts all day. It'd be a it'd be a fantastic right. job, but yeah, we'll see. It's a you know, uh, but this season. <clears throat> I pared it down to four teams, the Wolves, the Admirals, uh, the Griffins, and the Monsters, because I live 40 minutes away from Cleveland. So it was pretty much a no-brainer when you can be in person. Right. Um, and it's a bit different for me these past two seasons, because when I just covered the Cleveland Monsters, I would watch um, all the Monsters games, all of the Jackets games, and I would watch the previous three games of each opponent that the Monsters were playing that week so I could figure out and, and guess how things were going to go for the Monsters. Right. I do not do that <laughs> this season. If I didn't, you know, if I didn't have my day job, I would totally do it. I would watch all of Carolina, um, Detroit, Nashville, and Columbus's games. But um, it's just yeah. virtually impossible to watch. Well, I mean, even then, it would still be impossible to watch that much hockey and then be able to uh, formulate a real thought about, <laughs> about what happened. Yeah, it's just like taking all of it at once and just trying to just ram it into like this, like this big like semi truck into this tiny hole. Like, here, do all this information all at once, and it's like my brain can't handle this. <laughs> Yeah, it can't. It cannot. <laughs> like it's like nope, nope. It's not like it's like patting your head, rubbing your stomach, and then trying to like juggle like um, Rubik's cubes at the same time. That's not as quite as easy as you think. No, it's not. And I I keep thinking I should pare down my teams, uh, and I can't. I can't. I can't pick between the four of which ones I want to cut back from. I mean, I've already cut back from Milwaukee and. Chicago a little bit from live tweeting from right. <clears throat> putting out more content um, just because I'm not in person right. um, and I'm not in post games that's why I pulled back on it um, so eventually we'll get back this week is when I'm really starting to ramp up on the wolves and the admirals I've come up with this great new idea to make it easier for me um, Essentially, I'm just pulling out different things from each game, not each game, but like each week, um, whether they become a player of the week or they scored their first hat trick, anything like that. And I just break it down and I already have four articles from each one that I need to send off to my editor so we can put those out. But 
as a writer, you have to do what you have to do to get that coverage out, even if it's not. I <clears throat> I love doing full game recaps. Okay. It's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah. I know people find that weird and boring. Um, I think every game has a story and it's not like a personal story. It's like, oh, they're let's talk about their power play or let's talk about their chemistry or um, there are some games that do not have a story. <laughs> that's yeah, story. yeah, no, I, yeah, I get that because based all I do for the Hurricanes is I just do is either I have a like one game or I'm breaking down both games in the same article, so it's like just nothing but like, all right, who scored when, how it happened, you know, what kind of stood out stood out from the game and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So mine's like pretty like straightforward. Like this is what happened. I'm not going to give you this whole like diatribe of, you know, all this other stuff. So I get it. It's kind of like, yeah, kind of when it gets to the point of like, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. And all that. And like, right. What, and what and certain I'm, guy did certain, like what things. So yeah, I get Exactly. That. And I love writing features as well, like about the off the ice or even diving deeper into the plays a little bit, right? Like I did with the wolves when they lost to the, Rockford Ice Hogs, the end of the street. <sighs> I try not to say. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll, I know we're going to have to get to that eventually because I know there's certain people, <laughs> Courtney, that would love to hear about that game because I always love to get reminded about that Rockford Ice Hogs Chicago Wolves game. So uh, we might have to touch on that a little bit later. But, <laughs> but <laughs> anywho, I, I, broke it, I broke it down to really show where they faltered. Okay. And at the end of it, it basically, it was, it wasn't anything major that they, like, once you made some minor tweaks, they are going to be fine, you know? Yeah. And I wrote it that way to kind of give fans a little bit of a, like, you know, it, it shows that Rockford's not nearly as bad as they are, as the record shows, but right. also shows that the Wolves weren't nearly as bad as people would have thought that game yeah, it's so. it's like it's not as, as bad as you think, but <laughs> yeah, because I broke down, I really broke down like the the like how the goals were scored, where they went in. Okay. And some of those goals, like some of your top-notch NHL goalies would not have been able to stop those. The the ice hogs were just like it was when Brandon Fury was there. He breathes new life into every team he's on. What is, and they, what is, what is with <laughs> Brandon Perry? And why is it always in Rockford? He decides to go like Connor McDavid on everyone. And you're just like, what is this? Like, what is with this dude? I don't actually. Get it. He did it. He did it with uh, with the Wolves last season. He yeah, right. He did trick against Rockford. <laughs> this dude must love playing in Illinois and just really just terrorizing whoever he plays against because it's like, it's like. I, for me for him it's like he's the equivalent of like what baseball is like for a guy is he's too good yeah. for the minors but he's not good enough for the major for the major you know the top for the for the top team so you're just like how does this work like please tell me how this like how does this happen but yeah he's brandon, just magical brandon Peary. Uh, yeah I need, I need to bring our friend courtney courtney um dagger that's her twitter name i I know her real last name, but Dagger. <laughs> I would love to get like her opinion just on Brandon Peary because I can let her go on for probably about two hours and just be like, all right, talk about Brandon Peary and go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we do that every time I'm on her podcast. So, <laughs> Yeah, so go check out uh, from Center Ice uh, if, you, if you want a two, three-hour podcast, which is phenomenal. So yeah, if you have time, go do it. <laughs> After you listen to this one, though. <laughs> yes, this one first, please. Thank you. Also, you'll need maybe listen to this one in between if you listen to one that i'm on because i'm on courtney's show 
for three and a half hours or two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you kind of have a long road trip and you just need a little bit of a like a spacer, put this in the middle because you know yeah. at least it shakes it up a little bit. A nice, nice, <laughs> a nice small little hour. Just let's just fit it right in there. So, <laughs> but yes, right in there. Gosh. So so Chicago has. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Right now, 90% of healthcare providers still depend on manual processes. We need to change this stat, stat. At RICO, we capture, connect, and secure unstructured data to unlock the power of your information. This helps providers speed up intake, ensure accurate information, and optimize operations. To us, there's no such thing as TMI. RICO, imagine change. It's been an interesting year for the Wolves because the fact is you look at this team and, I mean, they went on a long winning streak. Rockford, unfortunately, broke it because hockey God said so. And it's funny because all you see is Chicago wagon. It's like I don't see where the lie is because this Chicago Wolves team is on some absolute unreal tear that I've ever seen because – I kind of follow the AHL, but this year it's been more of like, I'm going to try to get more into it. And the Wolves are, <laughs> they are a really tough team to beat and they're really strong. It's like, like, what have you, what's really stood out to you in your perspective for, about the, about the Wolves just this season so far for them? Yeah. Well, for, for starters, for one thing, I, I want to precurse this by saying, I wish that the Wolves played more teams. So we could see a true, um, a true measurement of how they play right? because they play the admirals like 13 times. I don't know. They play Rockford a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, it seems like every other week it's them against the rock and gets Rockford. And I'm like, you guys play anyone else? besides right. this guy? Cause it's crazy. Cause like the Milwaukee's played 59 games and then it's like Rockford's played 51. You're like, how is there so much of a difference? It's because they all play each other. <laughs> you know what that's actually fair <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's like it's like there you go <laughs> mm-hmm. and so i wish i i think that i mean i believe that they are obviously a legit team um i don't if they played all of the teams a good number more teams i don't know if they would still be number one in the division but they would not be like in the middle. They would definitely still be in the top. Like there's, I just want to know if they played against um, Colorado or played against like Stockton or Ontario. Like I want to see them play against Ontario because I want to see TJ Tynan and I want to see TJ Tynan go up against um, Stefan Nosen on the power play. Oh, I want to see that would be those, fun. I want to see that power play PK and that PK power play. I want to see that. Oh, yeah. And 
I, I, I don't think that they would play each other in the finals. Like, I feel like that would be a good finals matchup, yeah. but based, I think they would be the, that's the conference, right? They would be the conference. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be the conference. Yeah. Cause you got the central and the Pacific. Yeah. And even then, like you don't really get to see them play maybe like a team like Utica mm-hmm. until the AHL final. So it's, it's kind of like, it's weird how the AHL sets itself up to where it's like, they mostly just play their division and you don't really get to play anyone else in the conference. It's kind of like, it's. I a lot of it's travel. Yeah. And the, Cleveland gets away with it because they're so close to all those teams. Yeah. I kind of, maybe it's like, I know the travels kind of stinks, but I kind of like, maybe not do a full league against everyone gets to play each other, but maybe do like, have the conference. Yeah. Maybe play each other more. Maybe not have as, you know, like, yeah, you have to figure out travel, but make it to where it's, you know, manageable. It's like, okay, maybe we come to you one year and then you come to us the next year. So it's kind of like, you, it's not all the time, but it's kind of like a tool where you can still kind of like, okay, we can see you guys once, you know, for three games. Maybe do like two right. games back to back or something. Make it like, make it like a series in the middle right. of it just, just to make the travel worth it. It's, 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 it's very interesting. Um, but money wise, I can totally see it. I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's stupid and they need to change it. I mean, I would love to see them change it. (laughs) But But I also understand that, A, um, some teams didn't play last year. And then some teams didn't have fans this year. So yeah, it's, it's been a, it's it's been a rare it's been a tough last couple of years, and even then too, if you really think about it, I mean, outside of the NHL, like AHL teams, like they do get attendance, but it's not it's not the type of attendance you would lo- like you would love to see more of it to make sure that it's like okay, maybe we can do more travel because all these teams are making X amount of money to make it possible. Right. It's more like mm, not really. It's more of like what we can get at the ticket sales and maybe who pays for AHL TV. And it's right. not like, you know, the NHL where you have TNT, ESPN, and, you know, all that. And, it's, it's, and they all depend on local sponsors as well. So it's, exactly. So I, 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 like I said, I would love to see more travel, but I can kind of see why it's like, nope, you basically get to play the certain number of teams and that's about it because like you money, said, yeah. money is an issue. Like it's already hard enough for people to get like, for people to like, get on board with the NHL, which they, I mean, they are trending upwards because they're making like, I think 10 billion last year, I think with, with the NHL made, but it's still kind of tough for you're asking like minor league hockey to be like, yeah. Oh yeah. And even the ECHL, like you got to have diehards in your cities for people to mm-hmm. follow too. So yeah, it's, it's tough. It is I, tough. I really wish the, and then and Courtney's even said this when they showed, I, for, I really, for, she's going to, probably scream at me for not remember the guy's name the, <laughs> the guy who got his forehead cut with his visor in that fight was it a week or so ago and Curtis just, Gabriel thank yeah. you yeah like blood over and she's like that's the only time they say anything about the AHL team is if yeah. something like that happens but no nothing else happens but we just show some of like of someone yeah. getting space bloody by his visor and like that's so all great, you see of the AHL right and a, a great example of that too is uh no one was talking about the wolves when they were on that win streak unless you were unless you were a fan unless you were a fan um and everybody decided they wanted to hear about it when rockford beat them and that to me was frustrating because there were so many great things about that streak 
um, which we can we can we can talk about that in a moment. I want to answer your original your original oh. question. <laughs> yes, sorry <laughs> about uh, what is it that I see about the the wolves. Well, going into the season, I really thought that Milwaukee would be the the number one team because all their main point scorers from last year went to Milwaukee. Um, and then, you know, Milwaukee lost players to Nashville and then they just had a rough start. Right. Chicago, what I see is they have, you know, a lot of teams preach the next man up mentality. Oh yeah. Okay. But they don't, they preach it, but it doesn't happen in a way that's meaningful. Chicago next man up mentality. Yeah. They, they step up. Oh, for it, sure. It's, it's crazy. Cause if you look at the stats wise, it's like, you know, Andrew Petrowski, 73 points in 52 games, 51 of those are assists. I mean, Steven Noison, 58 and 50. I mean, CJ Smith point per game guy, 49 for 49. And you don't really hear about him very much because all you hear yeah. is, Oh, Noison Petrowski or Josh Levo. You know, Max yeah, LaJoy, John- Joey Keane. Like, there's so many other guys that they're missing out on. Like, even Spencer Spallman. Like, you're missing mm-hmm. out on guys. Jack Drury. Like, oh, Josh people Jacobs. Love, people although, Jack the problem, Drury, yeah. although, those guys are injured, which makes me sad. Like, yeah. uh, Jacobs, Drury, Sam Militic. Mil- I never say his name right. I feel bad about that. <laughs> and Ryan Suzuki. They are, um, they're all out. And um, I only know that because I don't tend to follow along with the injury report because uh, I don't think about looking for it because the monsters do not ever let you know who's injured. So when someone's scratched, I, I go really easy on them now because I'm like, they could be injured. They could be bad. I don't know for sure. <laughs> yeah. You, you look at the wolves and you're like, thankfully these guys actually tell us what's going on. Yeah. Well, and it, especially if you ask, so I'm not there to ask the questions. Uh, but Sarah Avampato is, and I rely on her so much when it comes to quotes and what coach Warsawski is thinking. And he was the one that said that they were injured and that it'll be a while for Militic and that Jacobs and Drury are week to week. Um, oh, geez. Yeah. So not like good, but, the, but like you said, they have all these people who can, they can step up. Like, oh, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some of these people are just look, CJ Smith people forget about because he's not flashy yeah he's and the thing is he's he's such a quiet 49 points mm-hmm. and 49 games type of guy and he's got he's got 31 apples and people are like wait he's a point per game guy how come i haven't heard about him because he's that good he's the underlying he's like that submarine where it's like oh where is he at oh there he is and it's just like hello and the crazy part is he's a and like i don't people don't really care about this stat but he's a minus two he's got 49 points and i know you mentioned it you know off air before we started it could be because of the chicago rockford game but still i mean cj smith though a point per game guy with 31 app like assists like that's you would love to have that and for the fact that he's such a he's doing it quietly if you can put up a point per game quietly you're doing your job and you're not you know bringing that much of attention to yourself but it's like what <laughs> yeah and he he also like he's just a good leader like he oh yeah he's great does he's what coach leader. needs him to do and then he teaches the other guys how to do it and and that that's the thing uh carolina fans should be excited about what's going on in chicago because this year if they had faltered 
no one would have blamed them because they had a brand new team essentially they broke it in half you know last yeah. year's powerhouse was now two teams instead of one yeah no one would have blamed them if they weren't you know the best and every single one of these guys come in not every single one almost every single one of these guys <laughs> came in and we're like let's do this let's go um so a lot of these guys try really hard work really hard the ones that don't there some of them are not there anymore some of them signed overseas to play over there and some of them get scratched or get sent down but to the echl but for the most part they're all just they're grinders in a way people think that grinders are like um Brett, I'm using another team for an example. Yeah. <laughs> People think grinders are like Brett Gallant and yeah. how they've used Brett Gallant from the Cleveland Monsters. Um, they look at him and they're like, he's just going to fight everyone and he works hard. It's blue collar. That isn't necessarily the type of player that Brett is, but that's the role that people want to throw him into. Uh, but when people think grinder, that's what they think, right? Yeah, and and not necessarily grinder means oh he's gonna go fire everyone. No, because he goes into puck battles, he goes into board, like board battles, puck battles. Right, it, it plays in front of the net, plays a little bit more of an edge. It doesn't mean he has to go fight everyone like that. Right, it, and uh, so this team is full of the the true meaning of grinder. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner they are like hustlers they play till the whistle is over for the most part they attack the net they pick up rebounds they um they might not win every face off but they find a way to take control of a face off loss yeah and that is important i okay so i'm going to get so much crap for saying this from sean <laughs> o'brien and i used to fight him and say face-offs are important they're always important don't tell me they're not well guess what i am not wrong but i'm also not right <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like i'm sort of right but i'm also not totally right, right. but here's why <laughs> face-offs are important but they mean nothing if you cannot control the momentum of that win. And the Wolves find a way to control the momentum, whether they win it or they lose it. And that's part of what makes them special. They find a way to pick up the rebound. They find a way to fix any mistake that they may have made. And if they don't do it that game, you better believe they're going to do it the next game. Oh yeah. If, if anyone, cause I know there's a good number of people that, you know, I follow with, you know, I interact with on Twitter a lot and they're always 
really like everyone's watching Chicago Wolves games because it's like, okay, you know, they've seen Stephen Noah up here. They saw Jack Drury, Josh Levo. Everyone loves Josh Levo. Joey King. I love him here. too. He's like, so much fun to watch, oh, especially yeah. on the power play. Oh, yeah. And even like, you know, Max LaJoy, Joey Keen and stuff like that. And the crazy part is like Max LaJoy, and this is what I would love people to know about him too. It's the fact that he leads the entire, he leads the whole team in defensemen with points and assists. 20 points and 25 assists. And that's in 48 games. And he leads all defenders with that. Like that is, you will, you love to see that in a guy where it's like, he's, he does his job to where it's like, wait, what? He's, yeah. And that's how, that's how he is. And like we were talking about CJ Smith, point per game guy you don't really know that because all you think of is oh jack drury he's been up and down with the canes steven noison leads the team with in goals with 32 and he's got 58 points and, and petrolsky leaves the entire team in assists with 51 and 73 points and those two are combined to four plus 44 and steven noison too for the fact that he's got that many points also has 64 penalty minutes it's mind-blowing like this guy is some like some of his uh, penalties are ones where you go like okay come on Stefan what are you doing <laughs> yeah right you're just like it's like it's like the Andre Svechikov factor of like bruh why why did you take this penalty that's basically <laughs> what it is but the thing is is it's okay to not have him on the PK you know there yeah. are some guys who take penalties and you're like oh you're our best penalty killer like why did you do that yeah it's like when jacob slavin gets his random two-minute penalty he has one penalty every year like dang it we needed him on this power <laughs> on this penalty kill it's like it's his first one i know but still <laughs> yeah and it, he it, it's it's lucky for the wolves that they're i mean their pk is not the best it's not the worst but it's just, can, it's sustainable it's sustainable yes that is such a great way to put it it is sustainable you, you are welcome to use that in your I articles love that, that I'm a, you beautiful. are you're allowed to use that i'll give that to you it's a sustainable penalty kill unit that works yeah <laughs> when it needs it, to <laughs> you know what though i absolutely love their power play i know it's not the best one um in the league or anything because obviously Ontario's doing their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ontario, Ontario's <laughs> Ontario, man. They're just. I do have to say though, they do have the best jerseys and the best logo. I mean, they're, I I, have, I don't agree, but we're. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do have my other preference. I mean, the the Wolves logo is amazing too. I just the they have i want i want the i want the logo to kind of match the jersey colors because it's kind of weird with the green and it's oh yeah, yeah. and gold but it's like the great the gray jerseys though work fine with the with the logo so i'll, I'll yeah, say I that. Just, I those ones are nice <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll say this i do like ontario's but those chicago wolves gray silver jerseys with the logo yeah i mean how can you not those ones are fine i just love the chicago wolves everything to be honest it's, the, it's the, pretty the, great see the the intro video to before the game starts the pyrotechnics before the game yeah it's like it's like a mini concert before the actual game you're like yes you're, you're, like, you're like did a hockey game break out in the middle of my metallica concert like what happened here they just do so many things right including the power play yeah but what i wanted to say about the power play though um is 
so I'm working on, I just finished that article about Stefan Nosen having his six goal week, which was, oh my <laughs> which, was gosh, what a, which was like a month ago. It was a month ago, but I, I didn't have time to break it down. You know, like I didn't right. have time to really break it down. And um, two of them were power play goals. And his power play goals really highlighted uh, some of the fun things that they do on the power play. And when I say fun, I mean, they find a way to keep everyone moving without getting them tired. Like they move the puck, they move the bodies, but in a way that doesn't make uh, their power play unit get tired. So for a while there, they had Stefan Nosen right in front of the, like in the slot, essentially on the doorstep. And they kept moving. Then they moved him out to go rush up and down the boards where they had Joey Keane going and they swap them. So then Joey Keane's sitting there, his body's resting, his mind's working and Stefan Nosen's body's, you know, like moving. And then when that's not working, they switch them back. And then Stefan Nosen's body's resting, but his mind's still moving. I just, I think it, whoever, whoever does their power play, like, I love that they put those things into, um, into motion. You right. don't always catch it right away. Like I, it's moving so fast. Like it's, it's moving. It looks like it's moving fast because the puck's moving around, but they're not moving nearly as fast as you yeah. think they are. Yeah. It's, it's interesting when like, you can't like, if you, it's like, if you, if you, if you hone in on something, you kind of catch a pattern, then you're like, oh, okay, I can start to see it now. Cause it, cause if you're not really looking for it, you're not going to notice it. But like I get from what you're saying is you've seen it. You're like, I want to focus on it. There it is because yeah. you're, you're, you trained yourself to be like, all right, I'm catching the pattern. Now I'm watching for this. Now it's like, now you can actually break down the whole thing that maybe people are kind of missing because right. you are paying attention to that. And that's, you know, that's what I'm supposed to be. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully other writers are also paying attention to stuff like that. Well, with yeah, the Wolves hello, writers, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> all the Wolves writers are really good though. So oh really yeah, no, they're really good. It. There's other teams where I'm like, oh, are you are we watching the same game? Because yeah. I don't, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm blanking on Andrew's name, but he does a really good job too. Andrew Rinaldi, um, Sarah Avampato. Greg yeah. Boyson was doing it, but now he's up at the big leagues with uh, Chicago. Hey, con- hey, congrats to Greg. That's yeah. that's that's awesome. With him and Mario and Jay, that's that's really cool. That's really cool how it worked out for them. But yeah, no, Andrew's yeah. really good. Sarah's really good. Like I said, I had I had Sarah um, on another podcast that I did. We had her on to talk about the Kings and the Rain. Um, so that was, yeah, she was really great to have on too. I do plan on having Andrew on at some point too. Yes, have him on. Oh, he's great. He is fantastic. Oh yeah, he's no, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, no, he's great to talk to him. I've talked to him a good number of times when there's a lot of the Wolves games are going on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but he also covers the Griffins, and so yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, what? <laughs> we'll be in post game together, but also keeping an eye on like a Wolves game. And he'll be like, did you see that goal? And I'm like, no, bro, like. <laughs> I am in the middle. I am in the middle of doing my job. Covering. I am waiting for Coach Simon to come out, and he's like, "I am too." <laughs> like, no, he's better at the multitasking this season than I am. This season, I can't watch multiple games at the same time. Yeah, for no. me, for, for I haven't had enough time trying to keep up with the Hurricanes games and the Blackhawks games, and it's just like, what are we doing here with our lives? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so the thing about the. The wolves too. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're totally. Hey, hey all good. 
is they um what i was saying about the writing too is that they when they came to cleveland this last time people were like oh you know cleveland gave them a run for their money like this is a really good team cleveland must be good and i was like oh let me tell you <laughs> the playbook that they brought to cleveland was very thin <laughs> It was very, very thin. I was watching all of these things. And I, and like you said, when you watch a team and you hone in on things, you know right. it's coming. And I was like, and he's going to score. Yep. Okay. That did happen. <laughs> and it's like, there it is. There it is. Because I, what I love about the Wolves is they have, I mean, they have, it's not a huge playbook, but they have variations of every play in a way that allows multiple players to slot in where they can. Right. And it, it blows my mind that other teams don't catch that in a way that could shut them down more often. Right. Um, I'm obviously not going to give specifics because I, I like it when I try not to give too many specifics about how to shut down a team because I don't want to be the person that just in case they're like, oh, we were listening to Elaine talk. And so we found out this was the goalie's weak spot. So we're going to like that off. And then the Chicago Wolves are going to be like, um, <laughs> care to explain? <laughs> it's like, uh, no, no, see, I'm sorry. <laughs> but the Wolves would adjust. See, I don't have to worry about the Wolves because the Wolves will adjust all the yeah, time. Yeah. They just adjust. They're so. They're so good. If people aren't watching the Wolves, they really should. Yeah, like why? Why aren't you? So go and like I said, like in terms of watching the Wolves, so, you know, everyone has the you know we guys have talked about the Petrolsky, Noah Sinjuri, Levo, Joey Keen. Who are the like? Who are the? I would say, who are the one or two guys that you're kind of like? People need to be paying attention to these two guys. Oh. Like, like only not, two. What? <laughs> well, we do have fan questions to get to, you know, how certain guys play with the Hurricanes, you know, maybe what guys are going to be okay with the Hurricanes next season if they do break in. So it's like, we got to do this in under an hour. <laughs> it's already been 40 minutes. <laughs> um, oh, God. I know. Under the, under, the, under the gun, two names. Who do you have? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> Okay, so I'm not going to say Potterowski or Nosen because everybody is already watching them. Okay, right? so I'm, I'm, like, already, I'm already pronouncing that Petrolsky's name wrong because I've been saying yeah, Petrolsky. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, yeah no, sorry. no, that's all me. I think it's Petrolsky because that's how I'm looking at it, but it's like if it's something else, I am so sorry. I am not good with certain names. <laughs> so, so right now, if you were to watch the team right now, okay, it, on in March... I'm going to say Josh Levo, okay. Jes Jesper Selgren, mm. and I'm throwing in the third one because I don't do rules. <laughs> you, know, you know that's fair. I will. I will. As, as um, I'll allow it. I'll allow okay. it. <laughs> and right now, the most intriguing player to me is Ivan Ladnia. 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 I know I'm saying that wrong. I <laughs> thoroughly apologize. Oh, um, he is—he is very. He hasn't had like the best season. Right. Uh, he hasn't put points really on the board. He did score a goal against Milwaukee on what was that Wednesday? On Wednesday, I think so. Um, but you can. 
I don't know if it's because of what's going on in his, he's, he's like from Ukraine. He's, I don't know if it's because that's kind of helping power him through and he's using hockey as like a, yeah maybe just to channel that energy but he has been skating and playing with just this new life this new energy this laser focus um i i think andrew rinaldi who we just talked about i think he was doing an interview with him so maybe he'll be able to get some insight on that so if anyone follows andrew and sees that if they're just taking a listen because i'm sure they're gonna discuss Oh yeah, for sure. Resurgence, this energy that he that he has. Yeah. He you know, he I don't think he's one that will be up with Carolina anytime soon. Right. But in this moment, right now, those are the three players I think people should keep an eye on. Um especially Josh Levo. Josh <laughs> Levo is for the fact that he's got 29 points in 35 games, and let's not forget for the fact he's also in Carolina for most of that time. So Take it, for the, take it with a grain of salt for the fair, you know, take it what you will to the fact that he's got that many points with where compared to guys who've played 15 more games than him. And right. He's one, two, three, four, fifth and points on the team. And the- he was a huge, huge part of that win streak that they had. Um, I have my little stats up here from the street like from the article that i wrote that streak was oh my god yeah i have like a in the article i wrote about them losing i put the streak by the numbers and josh levo and cj smith stefan nosen led the team with six goals during that time oh my goodness levo had four power play goals so and he was like low-key good like he was low-key sneaky like People were sitting there talking about, oh, Andrew Podorowski had 17 points during that. I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's great. Everyone watched him. If if he, if if people, you know, double, triple teamed him, he could he could have scored more if they didn't do that. But the fact of the matter is, Josh Levo went in there on the power play while everyone else is being called up. He got called up too, but like, yeah, he 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 powered. And captain that power play. He was like the sim. He was the conductor. Love it. Yeah, it's a perfect way to say it because that's how he was, isn't it? Like he is low key. Sne- he's like sneaky quick. Yes, I know like him and CJ Smith. I love them when they're on the ice together, uh, or even in a game when like when someone like Nosen or Podorowski are being loud. And when I say loud, I mean like they're just lighting it up and playing. And then everyone's starting to double team them, triple team them. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, CJ Smith is scoring. Oh my God, like, oh my God, Josh Levo is scoring. Where did they come from? And it's like, they've been there the whole time. You just weren't paying attention, baby. Yeah, there you go. Oh, (laughs) Spencer Smallman comes, Smallman comes out of nowhere. And you're like, wait, timeout. What is this? Yeah. He and Gust are the best at coming out of nowhere oh yeah david gust like... <laughs> oh david gust is so good too the fact it, but even like you were saying earlier with uh, jesper selgren hello don't forget about these guys <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's what makes and again that's what makes chicago good is because you cannot do man you you have to do man-to-man defense in yeah. offense Z- on yeah. them. anything zone you're asking for trouble you're at you're asking for yeah. to get absolutely whooped 
And that's basically what happened a lot this year with a right. You have to have your eyes on every single one of them at all times. I love and, it. And that's why you have that's why the Steven Snakey Gurry got three guys that are a point or better per game. And that's just how it is. And you have all these, and like you said, you have two defensemen that are pretty much in the top 10 in points because that's just how good this team is. So, so real quick, so before we get to the fan questions, you know, there's there has been certain guys this year who have came up with the Hurricanes. You know, Jack Drury, two goals in two games. <laughs> Josh Levo's come up. You know, we have Jalen Sheffield up with the team right now who's he's been playing really well. Fighting for ice time, it's kind of hard because there's a lot of defensemen on the team that right now that are, you know, Brandon Smith, Ethan Barrett, uh, D'Angelo's supposed to come back, you know, Bray Shea, you know, all these guys. So he's trying to fight fight time as well, trying, trying to get on the ice. So looking at the 22-23 season, and we got the rest of this year, the offseason, anything can change. But looking at the Chicago Wolves roster, who do you really see taking that next step to maybe – make a name for themselves to be with the Kings, not just for like a stint, but like to actually get a legitimate shot on the roster next season from this Wolves team. So that's tough because it also comes, it comes down to also what do the Canes need? What are they going to need? Exactly. Yeah, that's as much as I want to say that Andrew Potterowski would go up there and make noise i also know that they have guys like jameson reese up there mm-hmm. and so i guess gosh it's really tough because like you said they also have a lot of defenders that they're trying to work through mm-hmm. and i know that sounds like such a, a silly answer to say like it really depends on what they're going to need but i think what they're going to need is someone i'll say it they're going to need power play people who are sneaky good they're going to need sneaky good players they they are going to need the josh levos and i josh levo just josh levo not just josh levo sorry (laughs) no no i was like i was like i know you want to say another name but you're like nope i shouldn't say it but it's gonna sound so weird but joey Keane. i am for it i'm I'm here for it i'm here for the like out of left field out of like the nosebleed type like stuff like just bring it from the heavens and tell me give me the chris give me the crystal ball What, what what are we looking at here so for me, for me thinking about, I mean, I, so I love Jalen Chatfield. He is one of my favorite defenders that was in the AHL when he was in the AHL. Like, let me just throw that out there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want anyone to think that <laughs> I need everyone to know that of all, teams, of all the teams that I cover, the four teams, he was my favorite yeah. to cover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then followed by Billy Sweezy. So with, he Joey Keane, like I, I said, on that power play, they were just able to slot him in in the slot so that um you know Nosen could run up and down the boards and get his legs moving so he wouldn't be rusty. Then they slotted him back and they moved Joey Keane back to the boards because that's where he could be. He could be in the slot, he could be in the boards, he could be at the blue line, he could be on the power play, he can be on the penalty kill. And boy, can that boy hit. 
he can hit and he hits in a way that it that won't leave your team down a man and yeah. so it, it, hockey, he, his hockey iq is it's it's up there yes and he just he's not fancy he's not loud unless he's hitting someone but <laughs> he's <laughs> he is just this low-key he's low-key good I don't think he's top pairing in the NHL, um, but I think he could be third pairing seventh defender who stands up to the call when you need him to stand up to the call and he can play both sides of the puck, but what they really need in Carolina is a defender who defends and can also be the assist, like the third assist on a power play. And the third assist in general. And he doesn't get enough credit because he doesn't get on the stat sheet. Right. So basically, he's basically like, he is a, like a Jacob Slavin-esque type guy where it's like, he has his game. He's good. He's not flashy, but you're like, he did his job. He didn't get in the box. He killed penalties. He passed the puck. He was doing his job. So it's kind of like, you know, another version of that in a sense. Yes. But, but someone who is people don't know is there per se. I feel like everyone talks about Jacob Slavin all yeah. the time. Or and, Brett, Brett Pesci or Bray Shea. Like, right. Like Joey Key knows when to be quiet. He knows when to be loud. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, I think he's one of the underrated players on the team. And I know, I know, I'm sure there's going to be hundreds of people who give me so much shit for <laughs> And I don't care. Hey, and <laughs> Do you know what? Hey, I, I'm all for, I'm all for the, you know, the different takes. We're all going to hear the same one. Oh, it's this yeah. guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. All right, cool. Give me someone who gives me an off the wall, like, oh, here's Great. a different perspective. I am, I am a pro give me something wild till it be like yeah. it makes you think about it because everyone's gonna like you you can hear a million different you know radio shows or podcasts telling you the same thing you're like okay lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everyone's on the same page. No, give me something that's like, yeah. all right. I'm, I'm, I'm catching what you're laying down. I kind of want to. I kind of want to listen to this. So it's yeah. like, all right, yeah. And it I'm for me, for it really. It. I'm all for right, it. And for me, it really comes down to the fact that he touches the puck on plays that turn into goals. Right. And um, 
not goals for the other team. Hold on, let me. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, the right the right type of goals. <laughs> yes, it's like he's able to bridge. He is the middleman from yeah. the start of the play to the end of the play. So the start of the play, people are like, oh, look, the person stole the puck. Let's praise him. And then they end it with, oh my God, did you see that guy and that assist and that assist? And then there's that middleman who never gets recognized. And that is Joey Keane. Yeah, you're the, <laughs> the, the, the missing link to a play that works from the defense to the offense to ends in goals. It's that guy in the middle. It's that, it's that sneaky quick link. You're like, yes. oh, look what that guy did. He's the strongest link. In I plays. am all for it. And I, I love the take. It's, if people don't like it, well, I don't know what to tell you. You aren't watching the same thing that we're watching, apparently. So, I mean, get, if the other writers right. want to, <laughs> if the other writers want to chirp me on that, who I know watch the game every single game, you go for it because I know you watch every single game. You're going to come to me with good arguments. But if you don't watch every single game, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, if there's going to be, if there's going to be an argument between you and Andrew. Uh, let this be a pay-per-view and let us be able to watch this because because <laughs> I need my popcorn and I just need my adult beverage and I want to watch this just the debate go down. That would be I will tag, fantastic. I will, I will tag team in Sarah <laughs> because she will win that battle. Yeah. <laughs> Any battle. Yeah, t- yeah, talking to Sarah, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. You, you, don't, you don't want any of that smoke. <laughs> no, I don't. And she's so smart. I I. I want to be Sarah one day when I grow up, even though she is younger than me, but besides the point. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So before we wrap up, we do have some fan questions. So thank you to all those who just uh, sent in some fan questions. Uh, Now, someone who I do know that watches the wolves a lot and does tweet about them. It's uh, Eric, Uh, Eric underscore K. He brings a fan question almost every week. So I appreciate you, man, for always dropping me a fan question. This one's for you, Elaine. Uh, you cover quite a few AHL teams. So how do you divide up that workload? It's really tough. <laughs> um, I I have a day job that keeps me, that used to keep me away around 60 hours a week. Now it's only 40. Um, my intention at the beginning of the season was to do recaps and features for each of the four teams that I cover, Chicago being included. Um, but... I'm going to get really raw here for a second. I did not realize how affected by losing Matisse Kivlenix I was. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was really tough. Like, even like, I'm like, I'm not a jackets guy, but just the fact that like how, who he was as a person that, yeah, that's, that's a huge loss. It was really tough. I mean, you, you cover this kid, you interviewed him for, um, the beginning of his career, the last text, the last conversation he and I ever had was saying how excited he was to be an uncle to Elvis's kid. Oh. And I knew that it like affected oh me, God. right? Like I knew that I was hurting. Um, and I also had, I was, I bit off more than I should mentally have chosen to this season. Um, Last year, around this time last year, was the first time I had gone home to Chicago since my best friend had committed suicide eight years ago. And so opening weekend and the weekend after this year, um, lots of emotions, right? Like 
I went from Cleveland watching the uh, home opener where they honored Matisse, drove the next morning to Milwaukee to cover their home opener. Um, on my way there, they announced that Cole Schneider was going to be their next captain. And so I was like, I have to interview him. He was such a lovely person to interview, mind you. He's a gem. I go back to my room and I was looking up something for him for a specific stat and he and Matisse have the same birthday. And I could not write anything at all that week because it threw me back. Yeah. The next weekend I come back and I go to Milwaukee and then I come to Chicago and I thought I was fine. And then I ran into a bunch of firefighters that knew because my best friend was a firefighter who knew Bobby when I was at Allstate Arena. And I was like, I'm going to be fine. And I was not fine. So the beginning of the season, I was still trying to push through all of that. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Then I had to cover the Chicago Blackhawks um, and what they did to cover up Brad Aldridge sexually assaulting someone. Yeah. Very rough. I had people in my DMs threatening to like rape me and and told me I was a bad person for just verbatim saying exactly word for word what rocky words what anyone was saying I didn't put my opinion into it because my opinion <laughs> yeah vastly different very from loud yes yeah. um and so I had to take a step back and recalibrate and I didn't full-on go back into Milwaukee and Chicago as for putting out the content that I wanted to put out. So the thing is, is at that point, then I had to say, I couldn't travel. I mentally couldn't travel for a little bit. Work was too much. My job is very, um, it is very mentally (laughs) tasking. Yeah. Uh, Yes. I mean, you know what I do. I can't really tell everyone what I do, but um, right. Yeah. So I had to put them a little bit on the back where I tweeted about them. I go on podcasts, talk about the wolves, you know, like I'm doing here. And um, now it's my main focus is Cleveland. They're right here. It has to be my main focus. I have in-person access 40 minutes away. Yeah. Then it becomes the Griffins because they have Zoom press conferences afterwards, after their home games. And, And the other two are... Um, I try to at least tweet out a, a game every other week. And starting this week, it is going to be a lot more coverage because I'm pulling back from work. Um, but they're not going to be full game recaps. They're going right. to be things like breaking down plays, talking about like, you know, Stefan Nosen's six point week really simple things to get the content out there. I know that there are people covering them on a feature standpoint. There are people covering them on a game recap standpoint. So I'm going to give the fans something different. That's also quick for me to do, which is breaking down one specific play or breaking down three goals and saying, how did this play start? What went wrong? What went right? You know, something really quick. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's how I had to do it. Typically, uh, it would just have to be like 
you know, just kind of juggle it just right and hope for the best. You yeah, know? Right. No, but this, then, this may or may not work. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so this season was very different because it, I, I did not realize all the emotions I was dealing with going back to Chicago so much, going back home so much. And then, you know, I'll say this, what people don't talk about is like, I know this is like way off topic. I'm so sorry. No, you're um, fine. But it took me till like January, I think, um, for it to, for me to walk into Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse without crying before I walked in the door. Um, people forget that writers also create these relationships with the players as well, and that we yeah. were also struggling. Um, and so I, I couldn't even write about the monsters in depth like I wanted to because right. of that I couldn't write about goalies for the longest time it was too hard like yeah you don't I, realize I yeah you yeah. don't realize the things that um that hurt so I have plans for next season and how I'm going to cover the teams going forward with a more balanced workload right but I had plans last season <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah <no. laughs> you know so, <laughs> so basically it's the, the short answer is it's tough to balance the workload when you have a full-time job and you have out, out of work. These are both my jobs. So out of work things that you're dealing with and you just literally have to do what you can do. Yeah. And if you, and not go above and definitely um, under promise and over deliver because <sighs> If you underpromise yourself specifically, um, yeah. you won't be stressed when you can't win because you'll be able to meet that deadline you gave yourself. Right. So yeah. I hope that I'm so sorry. That no, 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 no need to apologize. <laughs> no, no, because I'm all for like, I get it. Like, you know, so the other podcast I did, we were kind of, we were starting to do you know, about mental health, why that's important and stuff like that. So no, I totally get it. Like I'm all for talking about this, like sports, the teams and stuff like that, but I'm also with the personal side of stuff too. Like people, you know, we're all people, we all deal with things. So you never apologize for anything. So no, you're all good. It's basically, I want this to be a safe space to people for talk about sports and also, you know, you know, personal stuff to like, you know, what, how they're doing and all that stuff. So you're, totally fine so yeah yeah so basically eric you just you, i balance it by doing what's best for my mental health that day <laughs> that is how that's <laughs> believe me yeah like like for me like i've been seeing i was seeing a therapist for a while so i get it it's like you need to find that balance of like how do you find a way to go about your day-to-day -day life but also try to make your your check your mentals because right it's, it's a big thing it's I'm glad we're seeing a change in it, but I think we're so a long way away from making it to where it's like a prominent thing that like you see a doctor to fix your body, but you also need to see someone to fix your, you know, help you fix your mind too. So yeah. And it's yeah. my counselor who helped me realize that I needed to do the pullback. And my counselor is through my job actually. And, and told me that I need to stop working so much <laughs> at my day job because my thing that I do afterwards is my passion. And if I can't do my passion, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. In, in, a, in a proper way then it doesn't matter how much money i'm making yeah i'm not going to be happy yeah no i totally get the yeah it's like it's like all the, the money could do so much but if you're not enjoying what you're doing then it's kind of like what yeah. are we doing yeah exactly <laughs> like for me it's like i don't want it to just live a life where it's like i get up i go to work and that's it like that yeah. doesn't sound fun to me like i want to actually want to go and do stuff i want to watch stuff i want to go see things like so I totally get that. So I want to sleep during free agency. <laughs> yes. Yes. I feel that so much. <laughs> I've actually become, so this actually is a great thing to add here with what Eric said though, is managing the workload. I am not the first to put anything up. Okay. I learned that a long time ago. There's no point in putting out a tweet or an article that everybody has written saying breaking news so and so just got traded i say that's great i retweet whoever put it up put up like the the quick hitter yeah. i retweet them the first one i see and then i go home from work i take a shower i grab a drink and then i sit down and i i write out they were traded what's the team missing yeah because the people at my site, the first article that they're going to read then about that trade is what they're missing, not just some quick hitter. And then they're going to go look for more information somewhere else. They're going to come to our site and they're going to see it all right there. And I will have provided something of worth to the conversation. And doing that has saved my mental health so much. Being first doesn't matter as no. much as doing it correctly. In my mind, I know that there's lots of people who would rather be like, if you're not first, you're last, baby, even if you're fucking wrong. Yeah, no, no, I'm, yeah, no, I, I'm all for, like, for me, it's like, you can, you, anyone can read a quick, like, 200 word, like, synopsis of like, oh, this, what, this is the trade that happened, blah, 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 blah. But if you, like, if you take the time to actually dive into it and do the more, like, what happens after the trade type stuff? Yeah. I, I, think, I think that's where it matters most is the, okay, the news happened, this guy's here, picks went here, guys went there. What happens? It's the aftermath. What happens next? That's yes. That's what I think people kind of miss that aspect of. Yeah, it's more important to give the fans a, a better view because in that yeah. point, then the team they got traded to will be like, oh, this is what this guy brings to the table because the amount of AHL players where people are like, who? who yeah. is this and yeah like, right exactly. they're like only the best player <laughs> yeah right you're like hello right like if andrew potterowski got traded which he, oh he gosh do not bring that be, but if i just spoke that into existence i'm for real sorry but if that happened i guarantee you even though he's one of the best in the league there will be a fan base that's like outside of the central who will be like who's this dude i've never heard of him and yeah, then my if, brain if, will explode 
yeah or anyone who follows the hurricanes and the wolves are gonna be like who's this guy you're like bruh bruh and bruh what are we doing here right and the admirals and like the the ice hogs and griffins will be like well let me tell you about him it's awful (laughs) it's like sit back and let me tell you what tale this one guy they call petrosky but i'm saying his name wrong but let me tell you a little ditty about this guy you're like this guy probably nightmares (laughs) (laughs) oh my god he's the freddy krueger of hockey (laughs) see for everyone listening to this episode i turned a really simple question into like a whole other segment (laughs) love it love it Uh, I'll just I'll just tell my network, hey, I know you wanted an hour, but I got you an hour and blah blah blah. Really great content. Deal with it. Sorry, not sorry. Enjoy it. (laughs) All right. So thank you, Eric, as always. All right. So this is a question from Kyle. Um, actually had him on episode five of the podcast. Uh, any moves to be made with Martinuk getting hurt last night? Looked like it was pretty bad. It looked pretty bad in terms of moves. I I don't really see the Hurricanes might do a trade, but it's might it might be more of like a depth type thing because everyone loves Jordan. I like him, but he was he was one of the guys that was kind of like he did play on the second line sometimes, which still is kind of that make make it make sense sometimes for me. But he also played on the fourth line. He was healthy, scratched a few games. So it's kind of like, I don't know what type of move you can really make to replace Jordan to where it's like, it makes the team better. I do see more of like, maybe someone from the Wolves getting moved up to help cover yeah. that gap. I mean, what right, are your trade thoughts? Him, trade him for picks. Oh, God. I no, hate no, no, trade. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Not, the guy, not, like... the, not the guy from the Wolves. We're talking about like bring someone no. up from the Wolves. To, oh, no, I know. I'm saying like oh, yeah. because of like roster space and like yeah. all of that. Well, I mean, he's hurt, so they can't trade him. Just yeah. kidding. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> someone else. Well, I mean, they could trade someone else to help bring in to cover for him, but that's like, yeah. That's making it worse somehow. Yeah, that's so. making it worse. You're right. I don't know. I don't know what. I think because it's trade deadline, I was thinking. I was yeah. thinking, like, is this a trade? This is a trade question. That's where my brain went. Yeah. No, you know, now would be the time to bring up someone like No Sin. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe bring Lee. Well, okay. Is he? I, I don't remember. Is Martin Nook a? He's 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 a left winger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So you know what? No, bring up CJ Smith. I'm I'm actually all for that because like because we talked about earlier, he's under the radar, sneaky like, and he's a left winger. There you go. I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, bring up Jack Drury. He plays center. He's not really much of and a winger, he's, and yeah. he's injured." So yeah, and it's like CJ Smith would be a great pick because honestly, like you said. He's sneaky good. He's got he's a point per game guy and he's a right. left and no one would see it coming. No, and why why not? Why not give him a chance? And you could put him on the fourth line. I wouldn't really want to put him on the fourth line, but you could because he can take hits. I would put I kind of would put him on the third line and I would rather him there, but if you needed to put that fourth line 
That was me begrudgingly saying that you could. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's no, there will, there's no video version of this podcast. But if you guys saw the look Elaine just gave, <laughs> it was like she was trying really hard to try to get that through without being like, no. <laughs> so I get that. It's kind of like I don't, I don't really want to see it, but I might have to. So it's kind of like here you go, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, he no, could he could survive there, but he wouldn't thrive there. No the third line for sure. See, I I I like the aspect of like how oh, everyone's like, oh well, he's a fourth line guy. He's a new guy. Put him on the fourth line. Fourth That's... line. The fourth line is built for guys who thrive on the fourth line. Yes, it's a mindset. The fourth line is a mindset for me. Unless you're rolling lines, unless they, you're a rolling line. Like so, yeah. yeah, like just Barry Cock and Yemi is a fourth line center, but he's making six point one, and if he actually played him on second line minutes. He would have a lot more points, but when he's playing fourth line minutes, mm-hmm. that's where he's at. But that's what how the Hurricanes are. They roll lines out. That's why Martin Hook sometimes plays on the second line. But it's like that's one good thing about the Hurricanes. They don't really play here's one, two, three, four. It's just right here you go. But but you can't so much roll lines against a team like Boston or the Flyers or the Caps because Tampa they're, Bay because well, their fourth line is like we're gonna. We're gonna mess you up. <laughs> yeah, pretty line. much. And, that, and that's and that's why for me it's kind of like the fourth line is a mindset. Like you, not every mm-hmm. guy, not every guy you bring up, and every guy you have is like, oh, stick with the fourth line, and see what happens. No, not really. It's not really how it works. Yeah. So in terms that's of that's why I asked about with the other question, like what are they gonna need? Because you can't bring up a, a first line in the AHL. But they need they need a fourth line grinder. And, yeah, no, that's, you know, like they need a. Yeah, like well, Mon- all these guys are grinders, but like there's a different level of grind that goes into yeah. that fourth line. Yeah, like Jordan Martin looks good, but he's not really essentially a, like a second line guy. You would think he's more of like a third and fourth line guy. So it's kind of like you kind of also need, you kind of want to have a replacement of like what what he actually is compared to where he's playing mm-hmm. at. So like a CJ Smith would be a great third line guy, not. Oh, let's put him in the fourth line because that's not that's not his game. His game right. is his game. He does check, but he's not, but he also puts points up. He gets assists. He's not. Oh, yeah, we're gonna play our fourth line guys against the other fourth line, or or our fourth line is gonna shut down the first line. That's not how really how it works. Yeah. So it's kind of like like I said, a fourth line is a mindset. Not it is. Let's just, let's just throw this dude in here and see what happens. But the fourth line is also, you know, people look at the fourth line and they're like, this guy's just out there to, you know, mess stuff up. But the fourth line is the break. They are out there yeah. to help give the first and like to give all the other lines a break. Yeah. They are supposed to keep the play moving. Yeah. And the problem is too many people bring people up on the fourth line who don't know how to keep the play moving because they've never been in the moving the puck roll. The yeah. fourth line needs to keep the puck moving so that when the first line comes on, they're like, whoop, I got it. And that's a problem that people don't realize they underrate the fourth line. Right. But a exactly. lot of times fourth liners get that play going so that yeah. when the first line hops on, they can score. Yeah, exactly. But they're nowhere near the stat sheet on that because it's like they're putting a whole whole ass play out there, like a whole long, yeah. long game play. Like yeah, a whole exactly. Ice. Yeah, exactly. Where you're like in the zone for two minutes and like 15 passes happen. And you're like, all right, here we go. So yeah, no, it's 
yeah. I think it's, I think it's CJ. I think in terms of the question that Kyle put out, I don't see any trades per se because Don Waddell has been saying it for a while. Might not see anything happen, and they're they have not too much good in the AHL to to trade away unless they're trading someone for picks. Yeah, because all I've heard is they're like they don't want to trade picks away. So the only thing they really think of is maybe trading prospects. And I'm like, Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow, the Hurricanes. Your prospects are your hope right now. Yeah, and then the thing <laughs> is, the Hurricanes are deep. But I'm like, I'd rather stay put rather than lose prospects that I could think would be really good next season. Mm-hmm. So, and they will be really good. I mean, you're seeing it. like Yeah, exactly. The Wolves, I don't know about the, the prospects overseas, but the Wolves prospects, they are very good. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of like, moves-wise, I more so see a call-up than anything else. Yeah. Because they're because they already reserted Seth Jarvis back in the lineup, so and like they have some other guys as well. I I see more of like someone's getting called up from Chicago, and that's probably going to be it. I'm not going to see a full blown trade because if they're trading, it's going to be more of like top six or top or like a top four D man type move. Not hey, let's replace Jordan Martinuk or one and, of their goalies. Yeah, I don't see them getting rid of. Freddie or Ranta anytime soon because they're still in right. contract. No, a I, I was thinking about how deep oh, their goalie oh, pool. Gosh. They have the deepest. Go- I mean, I think some, uh, I think is Makanami, I think he might still be injured. That's a question mark. That's not a, yeah. that's not a statement of fact. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> definitely question. Know. But you also have like Jack LaFontaine. You also got yeah. um, Peter. Oh, his last I, name. I know. I can't say it, but he I, has an assist. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Uh, I think yes. it's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because it's spelled K O C H E T K O V. All of you can decide how it's spelled. And, and, and if the shaves, if Jason Shaver is listening, he could also just let me know. <laughs> yes, please let us know how you pronounce that last name of consonants. <laughs> because I don't, I feel that's one thing of, I'm very cognizant about names. Um, if I have a chance to meet people before I talk about them, I ask them, what is, how do you say your name? Yeah. That's, that's why, I, that's why I preference when I say, sorry for how I pronounce your last name. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not, no, I don't know how to pronounce it. So yeah. <laughs> please don't be mad at me if I pronounce your last name wrong. <laughs> really? 
there's just different ways you could pronounce names across the board based on where they're from. And I don't know where everyone's from. And I don't want to Americanize a name that, and you know, take someone's heritage out of their name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least on purpose. Yeah, like, right. So. Um, yeah, but Kyle, thank you for your question. So we got another question from the, from it's from a podcast, actually. Uh, Bud's All Day Podcast is a Toronto, oh. it's a Toronto Maple Leafs podcast. Um, <laughs> I saw I, this question. Yeah, I thought this too. I'm like, hmm, interesting. How are we going to do this? Uh, how do you feel about Freddie going into the playoffs, given his track record in big games? Do you think playing in a lower pressure market will help that? Um, so, yeah, so this is a Toronto Maple Leafs podcast. Oh, I really, I'm really trying. I, I want to be professional with my answer because I, 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 I clown the Leafs a lot, especially in my tweets where I'm like, hey, if you have nothing to lose, listen to this podcast. Unlike if you're the Maple Leafs and you lose as a Zamboni driver or get goalied by Arizona, not once, but twice. Um, so that's <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. So I'm all, I, I like to chirp. So I'm, like I said, I did, I did just chirp them, but mm-hmm. I'm also going to try to be professional with this answer because <laughs> who knows? Um, I feel fine with Freddie going into the playoffs because he's been playing really well. Um, the Maple Leafs game, that was just kind of the Hurricanes kind of whatever happened, like they started faltering way, way later in the game than you thought. It is what it is. They should never gotten down 2 nothing and then down 3-1. It's just it wasn't their game. Not every team has – they all have bad games. Um, but – I think Freddie's going to be fine in the playoffs track record in big games. If you really think about it, not all that's on him. It's also the mm-hmm. guys in front of him because you lose Nazem Kadri twice in back-to-back playoffs. Um, Morgan Riley gives up a juicy pass in front of the net. Um, the offense completely disappears uh, against the Canadians after being up three, one, multiple playoff leads that you've lost multiple game leads you've lost so i'm not saying it's like yeah you do have to make the saves but it's also that how it works on the guys in front of you mm-hmm. and and a lower pressure in a low pressure market will help I mean, hurricanes yeah they're not like a toronto or a, they're not original six but in carolina when you're basically the the only professional team well Sorry. Outside of you, the Hornets and the Panthers. Well, and also the Don't forget the Checkers. The Checkers. Well, yeah, the 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 big leagues. The Checkers too. Well then well the well North Carolina FC and the and the and then the Courage if you're uh, NWSL. Um if, when you're the main hockey team in the entire state and the fact that like outside of Carolina, you have to go to either like DC or Tennessee or Florida to find your next team for the NHL, you're kind of it. Yeah. So I want to say it's a, I don't think the media is scrutinizing as it is in probably Toronto, but it also helps too with the fact that the team in front of them also is good. Like the way Rod Brenmore has his team set up, it makes it easier for the goalie to do his job without having to worry about getting 40 shots on goal against him every game or, you know, the offense kind of falls apart. It also makes the guys in front of him play a lot more loose, if that makes sense. 
not like we we can worry about our goal. We don't have to worry about our goal because he's going to do his job. Right. I, feel, I think I've, it's the same with in Chicago. Like I think the coaching and the vibe is the same between the two teams. Exactly. And, the, and that's why I think that's why you see both teams doing so well that they are because of the fact that it's like that everyone plays for each other next man up, but it's also everyone, if everyone does their job and does the system way it needs to be run correctly, you're going to be fine. So I feel good with Freddie going into the playoffs. And I think it's out the, the market, the markets don't, I don't think the markets really play into, into it as much as people think it does. Maybe it does a little bit, but I think also the fact of how are the guys in front of him helping him? Because if you know the guy, if the guys in front of him play too tight or just mentally crack really yeah. easily for whatever Toronto does, I don't know why it happens to them, but it does. It doesn't help the goalie either. Like, what are your thoughts on you know the question from uh, Buds all day? I think um, you know market to a point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, to, to a certain extent, but it's not the thing. Right. It's not, it's not the thing. Um, I will say though, there is a lot of pressure playing for a team that Sarah Sivin covers. Like you have to make sure that your clothes look very nice before, <laughs> before games. Um, uh, but I bring it, I wanted to bring up Sarah because she covers the hurricanes in a way that is not, if you're a player and you were to stumble upon her stuff, you're not going to like hate yourself. Right. And I think in bigger markets, um, you get a lot of writers who have a lot of hot takes. And in some of these smaller writer, smaller markets, you get people like Sarah Sivian who are very good at their job, very, um, very, I don't want to very, I don't want to say kind, but like very kind and charitable with what they have to say when a player isn't playing well. Yeah, they let you know how they're. They don't trash a player when they're not playing well. Yeah, you know, and I I do think that 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 helps. Yeah, knowing like you're not going to be drug under over over the coals. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and then that helps transfer it down to the fan base, right? Like, right. yeah. When you they don't see dumpster fire hot take articles all the time, they yeah. start really getting to learn a team. So I think it does help it to a point. But like you said, the best team is a team without a goaltender. And so if your forwards and your defense are doing their job, then the goalie can just, yay, stop pucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah as steve daniel that, says just if you're if you're a goaltender tend the goal if you're just tending the goal and having to do everything else pretty much gonna be a lot simpler for you yes and if you have the guys in front of you that are doing their jobs like unlike montreal or arizona these teams are really struggling yeah it's i think a lot of it is the fact that Freddie never really struggled in Toronto. I don't understand the takeaway. It's like, oh, he cracked he under. Either. It's like, oh, he fell apart or he had bad playoff games. Or no, blah, blah, blah. your entire team fell apart. Yeah. And like, then Montreal had some sort of Quebec magic happen. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. It, well, even, even then against Boston, too. Like, you lose, like, Nazem Kadri. Series can be a lot different if you have Nazem Kadri for two series. Instead of him getting kicked out like game two every year, mm-hmm. or Morgan Riley doesn't have a brain fart in the middle in the middle of a game seven, you guys score one goal against Boston. 
Like, right. like, and you're and you were up three one in the series, or it's like, I understand. Like some goalies, yeah, some goalies are not. You know, they it, sometimes it's a little bit tough for them in the playoffs or in big games. But it's like you're looking at Freddie Anderson now. Like he has thirty wins. He has a goals against average way under two, like under two point two or two point three. His goals against average is ridiculous and good. Yeah, the team in front of him is good too. But it's like maybe it's just how structure is and it's just how the team is it's it's not always on the goalie like yes it's rarely ever on the goalie let's be clear here most games are of any team ever in the sport of hockey rarely fall on the shoulder of the goalies now, if they are giving up soft goals, yes. That's different. Yeah, yeah. But then why why are they getting the soft goals? Why are they getting the softies? Yeah, exactly. Is it because the defense let them through close enough to have like a softie from the slot that's like lofted at them? Yeah. Yes, the goaltender should stop it. Yeah. I'm a goaltender apologist. <laughs> I do not care. You Goalies are my favorite. You and Courtney are in the same boat with that. You two are the <laughs> mostly of the ones I know are like, we love our goalies. Do not trash the goalies. Yeah. But that's, and for me, it's like, okay, yeah. If your goalies are like, you know, sieves, it is what it is. But yeah. Some of the takes of like, oh, Freddie Anderson, did he, like, his track record in big games. What are, what are the rest of the players' track record in those big games? That's what you have to match up. Yeah, like Mitch Marner has been playing really well this year. But also, let's not forget, he uh, no goals in the playoffs against Montreal. Austin Matthews won. You pay these guys ele- almost $11 million per season, and they get a combined one goal against Montreal. Yeah, I will nothing, say, though. Nothing to do for Freddie. Yeah, I will say, you know, Courtney and I talked about this on hers, but Michael Bunting has definitely added a whole lot of other. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto, I have a little bit more faith in Toronto in the playoffs this year. (laughs) So you're saying they have a chance to make the second round. (laughs) They have a chance, but Steve Dangle, if you are listening, do not put your hopes up on it. Okay. Or if you're Dom from the Athletic, please stop giving Toronto like 11% to win the Stanley Cup when you haven't made out of the first round yet. That's tough though, right? Because that team, the numbers are there and then they hit the playoffs and you, you have to take the numbers, right? Based off of the, the regular season. Yeah. Okay. And that team looks at analytics. And even though they're like an analytics style team, that team looks at analytics going into the playoffs and they're like, Oh, 11% shot. We're going to give you 0.11. <laughs> oh, so you think we're going to be like this? No, not really. Yeah. Like I said, I, 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 I like the, I like the percentages that Dom and everyone does at the athletic. I'm not trashing them. I like it. It's just when Carolina gets 8%, but has more points than Toronto and Calgary has 12%, but Carolina still has more points than both of those teams. I'm like, tell me how Toronto and Calgary have more percentages, but their points are less than Carolina's to win the Stanley Cup. It's I'm the like, teams that they're going to play before. I, I guess I guess the Atlantic is that bad that Toronto's like, oh, we'll make the Stanley Cup final, no big deal. We'll just go through everyone else in the Atlantic. No big, like, but like, what's the Metro then? Like, like, I don't even. They've changed a few times in the past few years. I don't even know what division 
any of the teams parent uh, clubs that i uh, cover are anymore toronto is in the same division as florida and tampa oh they're not going to the stanley cup <laughs> Carolina leads their division that also has the Rangers and the Penguins and Boston and, and Boston's in the Atlantic and uh, Washington's in the Metro. And uh, those two teams are in the, in the uh, wildcard spots. If that That's tells wild. you anything. Yeah. If that tells you anything. So yeah. So you're telling me the, you're telling me that Toronto has to go through Florida and Tampa. Sure. Tampa, Tampa. Who just got? Who just traded for Brandon Hagel from Chicago? Right. I thought that once Stevie Eiserman left Tampa, they would. Nope. That would be it. Nope. Not even close. Done. Nope. Done. Yeah. So, like I said, I like Dom and everyone from the Athletic, but um, remember the, the division you're in right now. Like you're not even you're not even first in your division. Like you're behind Florida in in Tampa. See, yeah, the predictions are tough to make too because this. Oh is the, yeah, I mean, there's always the that playoffs, spoiler. Right? Yeah, Columbus, Columbus against Tampa. Six round, six overtimes, seven overtimes. I can't remember. I was I live was tweeting set. that game for SB Nation, and I thought oh, I was gonna die. <laughs> yeah, like seven. Yeah, I was like seven overtimes, and yeah, it's like yeah, Columbus knocks out Tampa, it sweeps them in the first round. Uh, let's see. Toronto just gets knocked out by Montreal. <laughs> Montreal goes on a stupid run and beats everyone to go to the Stanley Cup final. Like, yeah, like I said, it's like I said, it's just a trash in Toronto, but it's just like I don't, I don't, I just don't understand the take of like, well, Freddie, how do you feel about Freddie going into the playoffs? I feel fine with Freddie because he's been playing really well this year, and you get into the playoffs, you still have the same team in front of him. It's I just, yeah. I, I just don't and, get the, And Carolina I, I has been a solid playoff team. They yeah. haven't really, in their history, in history, <sighs> in all of their history, for the most part. Yeah. When I say solid, I mean, they don't have any brutal, epic meltdowns like, say, Toronto have had or like the Blue Jackets essentially getting swept, even though they won the first three games against. <laughs> Or or any time Columbus has to play Pittsburgh in the playoffs, you're like, we no, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't mention these type of things. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's kind of like it's the team in front of them that also has to contribute to. And I'm fine with Freddie. And you have to look at the farm team. I'm thinking about this right now. Carolina has a lot to bring up as black aces. I. I you know watch the Marlies because they play against the Monsters a lot. I don't think they have nearly as much to bring up. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, Freddie. Freddie is fine. Freddie is fine. Dang it. <laughs> Freddie is fine. His five hole is fine. Actually, his five hole is really good. I, a lot of goaltenders struggle with that five hole, but his is mostly a lot of like blockers and. Yeah, like glove side a little bit, or he just there's some random bouncing goals. So, yeah, yeah. But so, thank you to everyone who sent in questions. <laughs> this was this has been a lot of fun. This has been a great episode. I'm sorry it was so long. That's what I do. Oh People no, it's give fun. me a time frame and then I smash it, not on purpose. Oh, oh, you, oh, you an hour runtime. 
psych so you thought you ain't gonna get so I'll, I'll just tell my network hey since i'm the last podcast on monday nights thankfully okay, thankfully i got the last time slot my show might be running a little long this one's gonna be a little long but you know what? it's fine you know what hey i will take i'll take getting a slap on the hand like hey make sure your shows are shorter for good content because if i get Yay. good if i get good an hour and a half content i'm fine with it I'll, I'll i'll take the i'm sorry i'll make the next one shorter no big deal i'll i'll take it any day of the week so Elaine, i'll be before better I, next time guys no bring the same energy i want the same energy every time you're on this on this show i want all the same energy because it has been fantastic so before i let you go uh, where can everyone find you on the socials and where they can they find and read your articles and all that good stuff. So the floor is all yours. Okay. So um, my articles are on fullpresshockey.com. You know what? I'm going to pull up the hyperlink because I said it wrong the last time. Yeah. Fullpresshockey.com. Um, and then on social, you can find me at I'm a rain dancer on Twitter and all the other ones. So it's I M A R A I N D A N C E R because I don't want people to do the I am, you know, if that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then I have my own podcast called Grace by Rain. Um, it's about the beauty in life. I'll be dropping some new episodes coming up here. Uh, Mondays is just regular stuff. Wednesdays is prayer. Fridays is about sports. And that is Grace by Rain Pod on Twitter. So check me out on yes, all go, those things. Go subscribe to that podcast because you've got a little bit of sports and a little bit of wholesome content to yes. enlighten your life. So I like go, to go balance the whole like balance my swearing with some wholesome content. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, you got your f bombs on this episode, and you got your graceful your hail marys on the other one. <laughs> it's a cup of tea that everyone can enjoy. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So you can find me. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at. Uh, oh gosh, I just got. I just actually just you just my... changed your name. I don't I... even. One true Zach is that what it is? Yes, thank you. One true Zach. It's spelled out O N E true Zach. The reason why, because it's like I am from Northeast Ohio. I like, I like people to know I am from there, but it's kind of like I'm more, I'm really broad in terms of my team. So like Carolina, you know, the Blackhawks growing up, like in those guys kind of became a new Jays, a Blue Jays fan the last few days. So it's kind of like I'm, I cover a lot of sports as well, soccer. So I, so I like having that old name, but it's kind of like I wanted to just have something that's more broad. If that makes yeah. sense. Now you don't have to be associated with the Browns. Look at you. Whoa. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> I well, I wasn't planning for that to happen, but here, here we are. We would have to have a whole different podcast and a whole different long time frame to talk about that. So <laughs> yeah, they don't deserve my time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So uh one true Zach on Twitter, you can find this podcast at the search cast. Um make sure to check out the sponsor of the show, Primal X Hockey. Uh, I do have a link in the show notes and also on my link tree go to their website if you ever want hockey equipment or apparel they got it so if, you, if you're looking for something hockey related go check them out they have really great stuff um check out belly up sports you can find all my articles over there just look up zach martin um i also have a link in my personal twitter uh, i have a link in my bio to all my articles just for that or if you want to check out other sports check them out as well they're really great 
Um, like I said, the search cast is on all our uh, podcast platforms. Make sure to check them out uh, on there as well. But Elaine, thank you so much. This was a phenomenal podcast. This was a lot of fun. So, cause I told Courtney, I was having you on this week and she's like, Oh, I love Elaine. And I'm like, <laughs> she's really great. I'm excited to have her on. So yeah. That so, makes like, my heart happy. <laughs> well, guys. well, I appreciate you coming on. Cause I know we've been talking on Twitter off and on for the last few months and, you know, the last couple of days and stuff like that. So I was really looking forward to having you come on. I appreciate you taking the time out and talking with me today. Cause I know you're, we're supposed to do games tonight, but I don't blame you for just vegging out and do <laughs> nothing else. Cause I'm already going to do that myself. Yes. So Elaine, like I said, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. But until next time, guys, I will see you here at the search place. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.